Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is a proud and disgusted podcast. Hi, I'm Elizabeth. Hi, this is Danny. And you're listening to I've Only Been Wrong Twice. I'm gonna leave you anyway. Are you into like sports or basketball or anything that all of all of the involves above. coordination? So, <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm sure I'm, I'm in, interested in stuff that involves coordination, but not okay. sports. <laughs> all right, fair. Uh, so I, yeah, I didn't really grow up being a big sporty mm-hmm. gal. Um, like I awkwardly played tennis on JV. And I just, I've enjoyed like watching sports live, sure. but I would, I've never spent time like w- watching sports on TV. So uh, like in college, I got into football because I went to a good football school. Right. But yeah. Go, go. Go Cougs. Go Cougs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the uh, fine Cougs. <laughs> and so now I've been working for a few years with all guys. And so every fall, it's all football. Every whatever time of year, this is all basketball. And it just, there's always something rotating. Mm-hmm. So I finally gave in this year a little bit and filled out my first bracket for mm-hmm. March Madness. That's right. So how did that go? Like, how did you like filling it out? Like, what was because you don't know anything about about college basketball. So how did you even fill it out? Well, I hear things. So some of it I retain. I'm like, oh, I know Villanova is good because I hear that name all the time. Sure. So that's got to be positive. <laughs> like, <laughs> sure. <laughs> All right. And then I know to, because my household, I know to root for Arizona, like everything. Mm-hmm. Um, so today I was like, okay, I'm going to be, today it's, you know, it's, it's like going to start. And like, I filled out my bracket and like, I can do this. And I even planned an event at work about March Madness. And like, we had um, this whole thing where we filled out brackets, which I didn't partake in that because I planned the event. And, and so was, we're recording this a little bit early, earlier than it's going to be released, right? So but, yeah. But football or basketball is <laughs> it's still ongoing. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, um, so my boss comes into work and I was like, yeah, I'm like, it's sports, sports day, you know, <laughs> go team. And so I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to change. And I like pulled up this t-shirt and I was like, yeah, I'm gonna, like, go Arizona. So wait, you changed your outfit to I, late. I was going to, to later fill out your bracket. No, just to like, at the end of the day, oh, to, like, okay. then gotcha. like gotcha. get out of work. But I, so that'd I brought... be incredible if you changed the flyer <laughs> bracket. So I show him my like sports team enthusiasm mm-hmm. and he's like, that's the wrong team. And I was like, what? 
it's Arizona. And then I realized I did buy that shirt at football season. So I was was showing him the Arizona Cardinals when I thought, like, I forgot they're the Wildcats. So I was like, God damn it. Like, even when I try, I still fail. Like, I can't. So Cardinals are? Arizona football. And Wild like they cats? play the Seahawks, the, so like they're like are, are, are ba- college basketball. basketball. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> and they're just like, you fail so bad at this. <laughs> like, We're so cool. <laughs> I, know. I was like, oh. So I was like, but I know we have a really good freshman on the Arizona team, whichever one it is. <laughs> did you go to, did you, so you played tennis? Yeah, poorly. Have I ever told you my like childhood, like sports stories? Oh. So my parents like tried to find like this is early on in life. Like, okay. I find a sport I was like good at. So we went through like, you know, uh, like t-ball and mm-hmm. basketball for a while. Yep. Like they tried really hard to get me to be good at basketball. They they put in the effort yep. more than I did. <laughs> um, uh, volleyball. Oh. Which I played j- a little JV, little JV volleyball, which is okay. Uh, is that like middle school? I didn't cool. even know men really had volleyball teams uh, that, except from the was, beach. That was, yeah, that was that was elementary or middle school. Junior high. Which one's seventh and eighth grade? Okay. Wow. You, <laughs> you're good at sports and <laughs> school. And school, yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, seventh and eighth is junior high or middle school, depending on yeah. like, yeah. So I played volleyball. Not even varsity, like JV volleyball. Yeah, of course. And we, we tried like I would. Golf. I would never expect you to play varsity, Danny. No. Well, yeah. <laughs> i agree um golf there was a few and at one point they're like why don't you like try gymnastics and i was still <laughs> bad at that i was just like can i just be an artist <laughs> and write that sounds pretty good i'm pretty decent at that i'll write about other people being good at it and they're like yeah that's fine it. we've yeah. tried everything i can totally picture you in the little gymnastics like onesie you know like, like the thin straps just mm-hmm. like just covering mm-hmm. your little nips yeah just and like <laughs> <laughs> only the nips i'm topless besides that yeah i could have a big swoop neck down to your mm-hmm. hairless chest because mm-hmm. you're in like sixth grade <laughs> you know i oh i tried swimming one time oh yeah speaking of that uh this was how old was i i might have been like in fifth grade however old that is and then you just started going to Coke instead? No. God, <laughs> no. Uh, and uh, I liked it because mm-hmm. uh, I generally liked a lot of sports. I just wasn't like really good or talented or, yeah. you know, um, capable or knew the at rules. playing them. Yeah, the rules, those bothered me too. Yeah. Because, <laughs> Authority. <laughs> like boring, right? <laughs> but uh, there was one time I had forgotten my little uh, goggles or uh, the things you put on your yeah. eyes when you swim. Yeah, um, and I was like, I can do this. Like, it's fine. It's chlorinated water. It's heavily chlorinated water. I'll be okay. And so we started doing uh, the one where your shoulders come up. I think it's the butterfly stroke. Where your shoulders go up. Okay, yeah. Mid stroke. And I had done. It, like, I think it's a dolphin, though. Maybe. Uh, okay. True. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I was doing the butterfly. Okay. <laughs> And uh, I went back and forth a few times. And I was mm-hmm. like, got it, got it, got it. No, no problem. No goggles, no issue. And then went right into the wall. Like, right? <laughs> <laughs> Broke my two front teeth. Oh, my Jesus. These are fake. And uh, yeah, there had to be, there was some girl who was on the team. Because I like hit, I hit the wall and was completely um, 
like dazed i was like i don't know what just happened yeah and blood in the water all over your face no and... blood in the water oh but, um where did the tooth do they land in your mouth so and... <gasps> so another girl on my team and granted we're like we're a little younger it's like fourth or fifth grade right okay. and she had to go down to the bottom of the pool because i was like in like little like little kid shock yeah like, i'm not sure what just happened mm-hmm. right and uh, she went down and got the coach asked her for some reason to clean to get my teeth from the bottom of the pool. Right, <laughs> went to the uh, dentist that night, got replacement teeth put in. Several years later, uh-huh. was making out with a girl at a party. No, and I told this story because I thought it was really funny. And she and I was making out with this girl. And she's like, "I got your teeth." I just did not recognize her, and she did not recognize me whatsoever. But I was making out with this girl, and we were like telling kind of like funny like childhood stories at one point. What? Yeah. It was the same girl. Same girl. I thought that story was going to end with, I'm pretty grossed out. I don't want to kiss you anymore. Mm-mm. But well, it- I, had a, I, had, <laughs> I had new teeth at that point. Well, I don't know. Maybe girls aren't into fake teeth. <laughs> like, <laughs> like Maybe she had a phobia about no, it. No, I was just like, but it ended you with- are an angel. Thank you so much. That is a crazy full circle. Like, I've known you for years, never heard that story. Mm-hmm. And I you don't randomly- talk about my fake teeth very much. It, it doesn't sound like a, a, a big hit, but... <laughs> I, mean, I was 15 what you're 15 oh you're 15 I was 15 when at the, that story oh yeah. i pictured this like last year no i was like this no, no, is no, no, amazing no, 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 no. i was 15 i was no i was i was in fourth or fifth grade when the teeth broke and okay. i was like well swimming's done yeah and uh yeah around 17 17 or 18 when i made out with that girl okay yeah. but that's still a big span yeah yeah, I was just like, you're amazing. I can't believe someone asked you to do that. Also, we can keep on making out now. Yeah, right? also, you're pretty hot. Yeah, she was pretty hot. <laughs> did she keep on swimming or did that stop her career too? I like to think that I hopefully stopped a few careers <laughs> that day. <laughs> They're like, that's what can fucking happen. Besides talking about childhood sports and my lack of experience in sports, what are we doing here? Oh, no, this is a lack of experience of... A sports podcast oh yeah so i probably have one episode worth so yeah. <laughs> maybe we should change our theme no this is an advice podcast it's called i've only been wrong twice my mm-hmm. name is danny and i host it oh also with me because i co-host it i'm elizabeth that's fine yes <laughs> <laughs> and i have all of my original teeth uh, god okay <laughs> asshole <laughs> Let's not ever bring that up again on the podcast. <laughs> okay, we're still definitely bringing up this episode. <laughs> no, I know, I, know, I know. What do we do every week? We give advice to those who write us in on our website, I've only been wrong twice.com. We have a great section for you to be anonymous. Um, submit your woes, we'll help you out. Or you can write us in at questions that have only been wrong twice.com. Same thing. And then we'll give you some fake cool names like kangaroo or dentist. They're, they're looking for, they're in a troubled spot, right? Like they, mm-hmm. they need some. Uh, Sage wisdom. Yeah, or cocaine, and we just can offer one. Or the other. Yeah. So because it's legal, (laughs) we're going to offer sage wisdom. So we're starting off our first questions from a female. Mm -hmm. Uh, Why don't you give me a name that reminds you of this angel that saved your teeth from the the pool? angel? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, I'm going to go with Darla. It's not her name, but I like the name Darla. Yeah. I can kind of picture her as a Darla. I I can see her, a Darla as an angel. Okay. Like a blonde angel with mm-hmm. the sun beaming through her hair in a field that just happens to have a pool. Yeah. Okay. D and E. I recently started seeing a guy from my past. Not until recently did I start having those kinds of feelings for him. He's sweet, does really thoughtful things for me. He gives great advice. He's an excellent listener. And we really enjoy spending time together. 
there was just one catch. And it's a really big deal to me. The house that he lives in is a filthy bachelor pad. And I'm what some of my friends consider OCD clean status. I've mentioned to him over and over again that dirty home environments will put me into a really bad mood and then I can't handle it. I've made a few suggestions, but he doesn't seem that interested in changing anything about a space. I've been trying to withhold my comments for fear that I will accidentally open the floodgates on the running list of 25 plus chores that need to be done inside of my mind and I don't want to hurt his feelings. I started to have an issue with physical attraction towards him and he wants to know what's wrong. I started sharing a few things with him but he seemed kind of irritated. To his credit, I just relocated back to my hometown and I've been staying with friends, so he hasn't really seen how I live except for a few photos. Deep down, I know that if this doesn't change, it's going to be a deal breaker or I will have a total panic meltdown while trying to sleep over there, which will ultimately lead to our demise. I thought about leaving a bottle of soft scrub on his toilet before I leave, but I realized that may be a little bit insane. What should I do and where do I start? Oh, man. Eek. Bottle of soft scrub is the least <laughs> insane thing. It's not insane, but it's not subtle. Getting him a cleaner, like... Oh, that's a nice gift. Would be not a bad thing to do, maybe. But the problem is... That would be more insane than leaving oh, soft scrub. Oh, really? I, okay, I kind of like that idea. Because then it's like a gift where soft scrub means you need to do this. It's a to-do. It's a chore. Okay, so my joke was actually advice to you. Yeah. Because okay. <laughs> I'm like, oh my gosh, if someone did that for me, I would love them. Sure. However, if he doesn't even seem interested in changing, then he's kind of like, this is clean to me. This is good. Yeah, this is not like, I'm okay with a little dust. Yeah. And so if Although this she sounds brought like in more a, than a little dust. It sounds like a filthy bachelor pad. Yeah. But if she brought in a cleaner, he might think that's like an invasion of his privacy and his space. Mm-hmm. And that's too much. Like that's over the top where I think that actually sounds really wonderful and lovely. And anyone can do that to me. Well, yeah, because you and I are clean people. So okay, if, if, you know, if I got you a gift of like, hey, here's this like a cleaner for a month. Oh, my. Here's like, Don't even joke with me. <laughs> no, that just got me so excited. I was like, oh, what? I don't I have to clean so for a deep month. Clean? Yeah. yeah, I just did like the, both bathrooms on Sunday and I spent hours and I was like... Oh, you ma- actually don't have a cleaner? I recommend it. Yeah, no, I don't. I am the cleaner. And I no, I've I've thought about it because time is limited. Yeah. But I actually, it was a little bit therapeutic for me on Sunday. I just like, I was like, I'm just charging through. There I spent something hours. something a little bit, a bit, a little bit um, humanizing about cleaning up your own shit. Like clean up your own dust. You know what I mean? Like, no, I'm not a big clean. I don't want to do the dust. But you sweep. Okay. Uh, yeah, but that's for the dog hair. Well, and okay, I just don't want to do the dust. dusting of the painting. No, see, I know, I know, I hate that shit. I don't want to do that one. Have you ever dated a, uh, a a filthy? Yeah. Oh yeah. And then I lived with him. <laughs> oh no. So how did you deal with that? Because you're you're. I'm not necessarily OCD. I'm kind of OCD about this too. But but you more than I am. I think. I think he made me more that way. Because you were living in in filth, and so so it just accentuated all your natural instincts to like make it clean. Yeah, I think like I I grew up with um let's call it light hoarding mm-hmm. or, or something like I mean I could still there wasn't it's not like there was walkways of stuff there was there was still walkways but um lots of paper piles lots oh, of just no, really? like garage sale finds oh. Like rooms that just had, you know, just like, oh, it's just stuff goes in here. What? Mm-hmm. No. So that's been my like background where I like have had to push against that in my adulthood. Now it like just really bothers me. Um, so I was living with him and there was just like weed, just like weed stems and weed stuff like everywhere. Like I'd yeah, have yeah. to like tell pe- 
like, hey, I want to bring over some friends. Can you clean up the weed? Like that really bothered me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I think it really created now. I can't, I just don't tolerate stuff. I'm like, nope, mm-mm, that I can, nope, there should be nothing on the counter. <laughs> like it is really hard for me. Uh, but I just do it now where before I thought like, no, it's your mess. You should clean it up. Like it's partnership. I'm like, nope, <laughs> no. <laughs> it bothers me so much. I'm just going to clean it and then I'm not bothered. Sure. But otherwise if I see it, I just continually bother. So I can, f- I can feel she's just like, that's what she wants to do. Yeah. But she can't. Yeah. Yeah. It's, that's a really rough spot. Yeah. You're just like, Oh, but it would be so much better. Just give me three hours in this bathroom. You know, <laughs> this place would be sparkling. Yeah. yeah. And that now would be really helpful for her and therapeutic. So just surprising with the cleaner seems a bit too rash since they're just like starting a date. And, like, no, I totally meant that as a joke. I would not, that seems the more insane thing than leaving passive aggressively leaving, you know, a bottle of cleaner yeah. somewhere or something like that. I don't think she should do that either. So I think maybe no. since she's already kind of talked to him about it, maybe she can just make the offer. You know what? Like make it all about her. Like, uh, this would be such a, a stress relief for me to uh, totally make this disagree. space. Really? Totally disagree. You don't want to become that guy's cleaner. That's true. But maybe maybe she just does it this one time. And then she's kind of like, okay, what can we do to keep this this way? Did she say she brought it up already? She said she's More made some suggestions. Yeah. And he it seemed like maybe he was open. And then nah, not, he doesn't seem open. I would say, I would say two things. Mm-hmm. One Give it to is me. that you can't, <laughs> uh, you can't ask people to change with expectation. Right. So if this yeah. bothers you, that's okay for you to like tell him that mm-hmm. and be like, Hey, listen, like, you know, I'm, I'm just a kind of a, a very spare person. Maybe that's a better way of saying it. This really bothers me. I'm not asking you to change anything, but I just want to let you know. So, and two, if it bothers you that much, then just cut off this dude's house. Like if it's squalor, yeah. I'd be like, I don't feel okay going back over there. Like that sucks, yeah, but you're right. Uh, it sounds like she's kind of done with it anyway. So I don't really know what she has to lose. Yeah, she should say that. And then the, then there's like this, I'm losing attraction for him. So I don't know. I feel like when you're really into somebody, you be, you become more attracted and maybe it's going to stabilize, but like there's always a possibility to become more attracted. Like they did something, you know, so great or like you saw them in a new color of shirt and you're just like, God damn it, you're sexy. And she's just like, ooh, and you're you're losing less attraction the more I see your right. pubes on the counter in the bathroom. <laughs> Especially when they're all collected into like little teepees. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever had this thing where um, when something is uh, kind of like weird and cute at the first part of the relationship? Yeah. And then at the very end, it drives you fucking insane? Yeah. Yeah. I think a lot of, that's a lot of relationships. And you should just break up. I got to go with uh, Danny's rule of thumb here. I love it. All right. <laughs> like, this doesn't sound like it's benefiting you. It's, I think you want this more. The I think you want the idea of this more than you actually want this relationship. All right. No, I would agree with that. I would mm. go I would go with maybe some straight talk first. Mm-hmm. Like, I would give it a go. It's kind of hard when you're talking about someone's place because it's their own fucking place. Like, if someone said that to me, and I, I would just be like, well, that's fine. You don't have to come over here. Yeah. But it sounds like you're kind of already out of it, so break up. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think you can ask someone to, you know, move a little bit and you move a little bit, but this is just like two extremes and it's a really big deal to you. And he just seems like he kind of cares less. So that is what it is. That's not, that's, there's never going to be a middle when you're so far outliers. I did live with a girl in college who was super messy Mm -hmm. and it made me messier and I fucking hated it. Yeah. I'd rather... Like, live with someone and they get cleaner. <laughs> like, <laughs> right. Like, that they find 
my crazy. Yeah, right. <laughs> or at least it like evens out a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All righty. All right. Our next question is from a male. Let me give you a little teaser. Wait, do you want to name this one? Well, let me, let's give a little teaser and then we'll figure out together. Okay. She is a prize I have to lock down. Oh, God. <laughs> I hate this person already. Is it a male? <laughs> it's a male. Uh, guest on. Oh, that does seem pretty fitting. <laughs> okay. This semester, I decided to study abroad in Europe till the end of May. However, before I left, I began to catch feelings for one of my closer college friends, who I've known for more than two years. I was thinking of confessing my feelings to her before leaving, but I didn't want to do that and then be away for several months without spending time together, especially considering the importance of budding stages of a relationship. However, after being abroad for a couple months, I'm kind of worried that a different guy might ask her out while I'm here and that I would miss my opportunity. I was thinking about calling her on the phone and just letting her know my feelings and see where it went from there. But again, I'm kind of concerned that this would be a bit selfish on my part and do not want to seem like she's a prize that I have to lock down or something. Regardless, it is a reason for concern on my part. I think it is likely she would say yes, but I'm not completely sure. And for this reason, I'm stumped on what to do, if anything. If you could advise me on this, I would love you forever. Ha ha. Ha ha I love that was written in. Uh, P.S. A side note. I have never been super great with women or had a serious relationship so this potentially could be a rocky way to start one just something else to consider oh gaston would never talk like this i know <laughs> I, I really so gaston I, would be like fuck you dude <laughs> when i gave you that little sample mm-hmm. i knew that i was picking a part that would be really persuasive <laughs> <laughs> he's actually trying to be super sweet and like accommodating to her feelings even sure. though he has feelings for her. yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> Oh, okay. So oh, shut up, dude. He he is he does seem whiny. He is a little whiny. Yeah. Uh he is a little uh ahead of himself in a lot of ways, right? True. Like, you yeah. don't lock someone up. You don't you don't even know if she likes you or not. Like I know. you have no fucking clue. Yeah. You can't uh you're you're uh projecting like weeks months into the future yep already in your head yep she's probably dating and fucking every guy she wants already right now while it you're in his potential yeah did he, did he say where he, where he was actually studying? europe europe so let's just guess italy uh okay yeah it's a pretty good one so i think he needs to lay some groundwork and some seeds so i've actually been in situations like this twice both those relationships started with like seeds and groundworks long distance. And then both of those I fell in love with. Do you think he should be worrying about a girl back home while he's traveling in general? I think if he's thinking about her, then yeah, he should do a little bit of action. Really? Yeah. Okay. Like, if she has grabbed his attention this much, then like let her know. Like that's sweet. If he's been around a bunch of Italian women. Exactly. For a few months he's been abroad and he's still thinking about the girl back home. Like that means something. Okay, so this is what I would do. If if that was the case. If mm-hmm. like if I if I traveled abroad and I decided I'm going to still have a latch on this way to someone back home. Yep. I would send them something super meaningful to them mm-hmm. from Italy. Yep. I wouldn't make the phone call because that's the the last thing you should do is have a phone call and declare your your feelings overseas and be like, I'll see you in two more months. What I would do is send them something that really means something very special to them. Yep. Be like, I've been missing you mm-hmm. and this is just for you and I just cannot wait to see you again. Maybe a few, you know, a few other, you know, uh, 
lines about like your experience there and how like romantic it's been and how like yeah. you know and this is this is I love waking up to like this sunrise is so new here and stuff like, and bullshit like that but send them something that's very specific to them assuming mm-hmm. you know that person that much because that means then for the next two months that you're gone they're going to be thinking about you in a way that uh, is maybe a little bit changed than when you left exactly no that's a very good advice See, I don't, I don't know if I rule out the phone call, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't give this whole profession of love. And I've been thinking about you. I would just like call because you want to talk to them and have no agenda with it. Hmm. But I, I really like your idea. But let me tell you why I'm suggesting the phone call. Sure. So when I was, so my my first love, I was in, uh, as a junior in high school, and he was a senior, and. I, I gave him like my number um, at some point because I knew he was going to be graduating. Never called, never called, never called. But like we'd had this like building of like this flirtation. I was sure. like super attracted to him. Like it, there was definitely something there, but we didn't hang out outside of school. So it was just like really there in my mind. And then, you know, he graduates. Months go by. Don't hear from him. You know, he graduated probably in June. It is November or October. And I get a call out of nowhere. He joined the Navy, moved across the country. Oh, wow. I, I get a call out of nowhere, not expecting it. And we talked for two hours. And it was awesome. Like, we just had really good chemistry. We had, It was a fun call. And But you had a previous connection with that guy, though. Yeah, she but had, so, did, does, so does he. He doesn't have a... He had feelings before he left. He hasn't told her that those feelings. Uh, but I never told him. It was just very obvious. Uh, okay. I'm very obvious. Sure, sure. <laughs> Do you think it's obvious to her, then, based off his, his description? I don't know. Because that's hard. That, and yeah, I, and I assume was, the way you read it... And the way he wrote it, that they haven't talked about this yet. Yeah, yeah. You know, this is this is net new love. Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm saying, like, maybe a phone call might be a little much. Okay, I get that. I mean, yeah. For, for, for your situation, though, I mean, that that's... It, if it's kind of clear, if it's kind of, like, tension in the air, then, yep. yeah, like, a phone call means a ton. Yeah. We've talked about that before, how a phone call, like, if you like a girl, is kind of a baller move. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Then I knew, then he'd let me know that he was coming back in December. So then we didn't talk until december and oh fuck yeah that's the way to do it yeah yeah and then uh you know we dated for like a year and a half yeah you did <laughs> <laughs> yes i lost my virginity to him <laughs> so i like for that situation was really great i i really like your idea because it starts turning the the table like you said to like this person maybe is thinking about me more than i thought they would have been it's kind of like in a uh i hate that i know this reference but um in Friends, when Ross gets Rachel, that uh, doesn't he get her like a, a duck or something, not a, mm-hmm. or like a or a, a pin. I'm not sure why I went from duck to pin. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he got her a pin <laughs> for her shirt for her. Yeah, lapel. okay. And it was like this thing he that he saw in the window uh-huh. with her that he remembered like months later. Mm. It's kind of that same. And I hate using a Friends reference, but it, feel, I, it felt right. Yeah, friend, um, I. Feel like friends always feels right it was it was a very big part of my life yeah it kind of changes that dynamic a little bit and then if because he's not there he doesn't he's not putting it all quite out on the line but it's like saying like hey i'm thinking about you in a way that i'm not thinking about everyone else right like you're on a you're on a, a different tier mm-hmm. yeah you gotta do something that makes her feel special absolutely but professing your love just because she may be with someone else like sorry doesn't work you gotta wait for the right timing yeah absolutely yeah and see i'm so against calling I'm so, in his situation. I'm so against calling. All right. Well, I'll I'll defer to you on this one, but I think he he just needs to figure out like, okay, 
here's here's some advice here's some stepping stones now really analyze your situation with with this you know cloth over it sounds good all right all right all right all right i actually did this one time kind of well someone did to me because they were in ghana it was a girl and she sent me like leaves from ghana Mm. and it was it was like wonderful it's like here's like a piece of uh something that i'm near oh that's kind of sweet yeah did you like frame them oh no just threw them away uh, I, kept them, I kept them around until we dated once she got home and then broke up inevitably. And then just burned them to the ground <laughs> in a forest. No, I didn't say that. Okay. But that is what happened. <laughs> <laughs> so you want to take a little break? Yeah, yeah. There's never like 10 seconds of silence on a podcast. I don't think we should be the ones to start it though. You don't think so? No. Okay. If people need silence, they'll turn us off and they don't need to turn us off. You want to take like a little break? Like, just like relax a little bit just for like 10 seconds? No. Okay, fine. Power through, Danny. All right. Well, can I plug something? Yeah, please do. And I think you know about this. I mostly know about everything. <laughs> fair. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair. Uh, so I've been doing a side project for the last uh, few weeks called Two Week Stories. Mm-hmm. And have you been following? I have. And yeah. it's been very intriguing and exciting. It's kind of it's, it's hard. Curious. It's hard to, it's hard to uh, describe. I guess like the way that it works is that... So me and my friend, Nicole Moscovich, I should really have her Instagram handle committed to memory, but I do not, (laughs) uh, have been doing a project called Two Week Stories where every single week or every two weeks, uh, one of us will uh, send either an illustration or a piece of writing back to each other. She'll send several illustrations. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli. I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Because she's the illustrator and I'm the writer. Okay. And yeah, we're trying to write four short stories over the course of a year in three month chunks. Gotcha. And so that's divided into two weeks, each of us. Right. So she so, never writes. She only draws. Uh, so far. I mean, I think that we're, this, we're in the first story right now. Right? Okay. Uh, and so you can like find this stuff at twoweekstories.com or mm-hmm. at, uh, at twoweekstories on Instagram. But I think that, you know, we're kind of going through this like first story, just try and figure out how this actually works. Yep. And I think that afterwards we're going to start, like, I would love to include, like, video somehow. Mm-hmm. I'd love to, uh, I'm just a bad illustrator. Oh, most people are. Yeah. It's and she's not really good, an easy craft. That's what's yeah. really, and that's what, yeah. So I think we're going to start playing a little bit more back and forth. Okay. In terms of, like, what we send to each other as mm-hmm. we go along. But I think this first one is strictly, like, she sends me illustrations. Yep. I send her writing. And neither of us know what we're going to do. So she might just, you know, illustrate what I wrote or she might put the, push the story along or I might. 
okay push the story along myself or i might just uh kind of describe what she illustrated mm-hmm. yeah it's been a lot of fun well tell us a little bit about the story give me a little teaser well, the one we're doing right now is kind of a it's a road story it's it's very much um the way we kind of describe it to each other it's uh a western meets kind of 50s vintage mm-hmm. uh in terms okay. of style but All it's right. very much like these characters are on the road, more or less. Exploring or running from? Oh, who did that quote about writing? I think that might have been a Twain quote. That there's only two types of stories where someone comes to town or, or someone, someone goes on. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this is very much someone is, is looking for someone. Okay. Yeah. All righty. Yeah. So if you're so interested in that, uh, go to, again, uh, twoweekstories.com or at twoweekstories on Instagram. That sounds wonderful. Yeah. Bedtime reading. Yeah. And thank you for, you've given me some criti- uh, critique on that. So I appreciate. I can't help myself. No, I love it. You actually, <laughs> you actually just posted something on your blog for the first time in a long time. And it was beautiful. It was wonderful. Thank you. So your blog is? ElizabethGraceMartin.com. And do you want to talk about what you wrote about? I wrote about that, that block you get of uh, losing your writing voice and the reasons that I feel like contributed to that um, for why I had that pause and that missing part of my life. And how I'm fucking fighting for it to get yeah, it back. <laughs> it's hard. And it, 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 it's like pulling, I mean, like, you know, a sword out of your stomach, right? Like, it, it takes, like, time and energy to do it. Well, and you've given me crap for the last few months. Mm-hmm. To, like, you haven't posted it since October, Elizabeth. Like, I've checked back and I'm like, God, I know. I know. But it wasn't there. Like, I, I wanted it. I didn't, I don't think I wanted it enough to, like, sit down and force it but uh one day i was coming back from yoga and a a blog some lines just started floating in my head and i was like oh i have to capture these because this is how this has happened to me before and i was like all right i I hear my voice again yeah yeah, yeah. and so i'm like okay let me write about this (laughs) so do you think that was that helpful like do you think you're gonna keep on writing a little bit more on that blog now that you i am yeah 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 i already have some ideas in the works um i have probably another complete blog that is on a pretty sensitive subject, but it, I write about vulnerable and personal stuff because maybe somebody out there will relate or be helpful to them. Yeah. And it's just what's what's going on and what I want to talk about. And sometimes it's funny and sometimes it's sad and sometimes it's just fucking raw. A lot of your blog is a mix of all of those things, right? Like, that's why I really love your blog. And that's why when you posted that, I was just like, yes, <laughs> Elizabeth did it. So that's ElizabethGraceMartin.com. You got it. All right. Next question. Is from a male. Let me find a little teaser. Mm-hmm. I become the nervous, shaky little man boy. Little man boy. Yeah. Um, I wish I knew the name of Gaston's little uh, little assistant. You know what this reminded me of, though, mm. is there's this artist I really like that I've seen at Pickathon, which is a, a summer um, festival. Love, love in, Pickathon. In, yeah, yeah, so good. Um, shaky Graves. I saw at Pickathon me for the too. first time there. Really. What year? At the, I saw it in the wood stage a few years ago. Yeah, dude, we were at the exact same time. No, yeah. I did not awesome. know that. Yeah. And then I've seen him now at the Crystal. I haven't seen him at the Crystal. I've only seen them one time. It was at Pickathon oh, on that exact stage. Was it at the Crystal or the Wonder? Or maybe I've seen... I, I, no, I definitely have saw him at the Wonder. I've potentially seen him again. Yeah. That's wild. Whoa. That's before we knew each other. That's <laughs> yeah. awesome. So yeah, Shaky Graves is sponsoring this podcast. <laughs> Check him out. He's really awesome. So Shaky Graves. Okay. Yeah, writes. Hey guys. So I have this huge problem with house parties. Whenever my friends and I go out to a bar or a club, I'm really great, social, a pretty chill dude. 
Put me in a house party, however, and I become a nervous, shaky little man boy. Even if I know a few people there and have some people to talk to, for some reason, striking up conversations with new people at bars is so much easier. Walking up to someone new at a house party paralyzes me, let alone dancing with new people at a house party. I become such a timid mess that I end up not saying much and looking what I assume like a little loserish just standing there. The even bigger problem is there's not many bars in the town that I live in. I just graduated college and don't really have plans to move yet. So most social events are house parties. So staying at home like a nun or going out like a little man boy are my options. Any advice on getting more socially confident at house parties? I can't think I'm the only one who doesn't like them. Thanks. Shaky Graves. Ooh. Very apt name for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think he needs like a theme song to really pump him up. Uh, like like before is, he leaves the house. Yeah. Like this is just, well, like right, like playing on repeat while on he's walking. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, 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 and then yeah. he walks in. He's like, yeah, I'm going to punch somebody and like drink a beer like he needs to punch somebody and drink a beer <laughs> or whatever I'm like only here for two things punching people and drinking beer and guess what i'm all out of beer <laughs> or like i'm gonna play some yahtzee and twister somebody and oh, like so you've talk never to, been a, to a house girl. party oh yeah okay yeah <laughs> you found me out <laughs> <laughs> Yahtzee I'm punching people I'm gonna I love these house plate. parties I'd love to be invited actually <laughs> To be honest Oh man uh, This is kind of the opposite for me Like I'm much better at house parties I'm really? much worse at bars But in bars you just talk to the bartender Flirt with her and take her home Okay not all the time though. Oh that just the times work. That I've work seen 100% of the time Okay, But like walking up to a complete stranger at a bar Yeah like that seems much to me at least seems much more uh, invasive, yeah, than a house party where everyone's kind of like mingling. Yeah, I see the pros and cons of both because like at the bar, like people are probably there to have random strangers walk up to them. When someone does, they're like, "Hey!" Unless you're like, well, some people are there at the bar guy. just to hang out with the people they came out there with, right? True, but like you're not gonna like shoo away a cool person who's of, like coming no, up to you. Yeah. yeah, but if you're not. coming up like that guy, then you're just like, Ugh, I'm cringing, get away from me. But if he's being, if he's like says he's great and sociable, then like yeah, he is super welcome at a bar. Here's a question: Do you think that it's more common that one person walks up to a group of people, or that group of people walk up to one person? Mm, one person to walk up to a part of a group of people, like yeah. To, yeah, like you when you know you make people friends section, a little bit and then they yeah, introduce you to another yeah. group of friends because if bit. you're with a group of people you don't notice that one single person that's near you the one single person has to invade the group right yeah right and then likely they'll be accepted or they'll be weird and the group will just talk about it later so either way it's fine yeah you have so little but, to lose in some of these situations oh, yeah i guess not him though because it's a small town it sounds like a small town right but i mean a house party you're right like everyone's there to like meet whoever's there like we all decided this is the venue for all of the fun and shenanigans and you know cheese plates so Ooh, I, cheese plates really a house party there's a charcuterie right? plate. yeah i love that <laughs> I don't know. Is it just jungle juice? <laughs> you didn't that say, trash, you didn't that say trash frat can party. Can yeah, them. I've been to frat parties. Uh, no, let's assume this is not a frat party. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. So, uh, uh, do you have any... How are you at, at, at house parties? Because I kind of get this. Like, house parties are a little more intimate than a bar. Like, yes. bars are sterile. Yes. Right? Like, this is this is social interaction that's, like, lubricated 
with beer. Yeah. But it's also, there are like kind of rules. House parties are no rules, right? Okay. Hmm. Maybe be considerate of your surroundings a good rule for life and house parties. Sure. But no rules when it comes up to like talking to new people. Oh, oh. So specifically. Yeah. There are rules in general. So specifically just about the question. Oh, okay. Okay. So, yeah, I... The thing is, I've had some really awesome house parties, but mm-hmm. then a lot of them are just lackluster, like, oh, it's fun, sure, like, some friends, some new people, hmm, I'm gonna go to the bar now. Like, it's kind of like a pre... That's my move, too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. and sometimes you bring the cool people there. Mm-hmm. But... Oh, you always bring the cool people there. Oh, like, okay. We're yeah. gonna go to, yeah. gonna go to no, two no. more, at least two more bars, maybe three more bars. I'm gonna go ahead and check out bar number two while you guys are hanging out at bar number one, let you know how bar number two is... Typically, it's great, and that's how great nights start, and that's why you walk home at three in the morning. Nice, yeah. Doing Portland, it's right. not a bad, it's not <laughs> a bad move, yeah. But I've been to this amazing house party that I want to keep on going back to, although I've only been one time. So about five years ago, I like made this random connection through a friend to this girl who had a connection to this this like four story house in in Irvington mm-hmm. that throws like an epic Halloween party each year. Like, they'll have, like, a theme for, like, each room. What? You have? Yeah. Okay, so I went, and it was amazing. They had, like, a few different DJs. Like, they had themed rooms. They had, like, this huge wall that said, like, write your dream. And so I did. I'm like, I'm going to write you all about my novel. (laughs) (laughs) And they had, like, the attic that was just the smokers and, like, an outside area. And, like, it was just really cool. And there was bubbles, I'm pretty sure, and, like, decor and, like... And it, was, I didn't want to leave. I wanted to be there all weekend. Can I live here now? Yeah. yeah. Well, it was very dirty. So no, but um, <laughs> I, I definitely didn't want to leave. I had an amazing time. It was way cooler than a bar because it was like this big theme. So I'm sure most house parties. Yeah, I don't think that's what he's talking yeah. about. Yeah, I'm just. He should convince that people that throw a house parties to throw a house party like this one. Or what about him throw a house party like that? Oh, I don't think the answer is he throws a house party. I think that might bring him too nervous. You don't think so? Bring him too nervous. So that's a new way yeah, to say that's that. A very, yeah. <laughs> it's very specific. I like it. You don't think... Okay, that's a, that's an interesting idea, though. You don't think he should throw a house party? All right. Well, he can consider it, but I don't know if I'd advise it. Like he seems, how, that's, that's, that's he like, seems like he needs a baby step. That seems like jumping in the sure, pool. Yeah, okay. I mean, I guess you, okay, you get okay, to decide okay. who you invite, but those people are then probably going to invite. And then you might be nervous. Are people having fun? Is it going well? Did I pick the right cheeses? <laughs> so many cheeses at your house parties. You know what? There is a lot to pick from. Like, have you gone to the section of cheese? There's so many. I have gone to the section <laughs> of cheese. Okay. So what's your advice for, what's your advice for uh, Shaggy? He needs a theme song, and he needs to just like build up that just confidence. Pump, him, pump himself yeah. up on the way, and to also the bar. just a yeah. vodka shot or two before he goes in. Oh, that's not a bad Do, idea. Don't like continue the, to like, like get sloppy faced, but yeah. I like the idea of pre gaming with friends before you go to a house party, which is normally what happens, right? Oh, I just pictured him doing this all by himself and me and his friends there. Oh, and just like sadly sipping vodka. No. Like, putting on the music, raging out, taking a shot, slamming it down, drinking a little orange juice, what and song then are, go. What song are we talking about? Like a, you know, kind of okay, song. Okay, so, okay. <laughs> like, yeah. none of the ones I know. Watch, uh, watch like, wrestling. <laughs> and find, like, a good, a yeah. good, a good intro song yeah. from that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, a workout song. Like, uh. All right. I don't think I can top that advice. <laughs> like, I want to, like, bang his chest and be like, I'm going to get a hot girl. He like walks in like this dripping. <laughs> it's like, He's like, it. oh, so where are the hot girls, dude? I'm so fucking pumped right now. 
I, you made it seem like I told him to take steroids. Who is jacked on <laughs> excitement? <laughs> yeah, precisely. Uh, sure. That sounds like good advice. You know what? It I is advice. Think, I also think that, uh, how about this? How about um, finding like a group of uh, people, like a subgroup of people, kind of like what we were saying at the beginning, right? Mm-hmm. Like find that like little entry into like a larger group. So okay. that might be, there might be like the equivalent of you in a different group. So find that person and that person is used to that person. Yeah. But I also think just pumping yourself up beforehand. I think it's just in his head. Cause if of he can do it in his head. Yeah. Well, yeah. Cause if he can do it in some situations, not others, like he, he needs to correct the problem, not find a temporary fix. That's why I suggested it. Sure. So maybe that's a short term, long term. Yeah. Two pieces of advice. Yep. All right. Also go streaking in the quad. We'll loosen you right up. Oh my God. He's out of college. So that's illegal now. Oh, wait. It's legal in college? I think it's less. I think it's, il- I think it's less illegal in college. Public indecency. Sure. But you don't Unless necessarily. Unless you're in Portland. If you don't streak. If you streak in the, in the quad in college, you're not going to get arrested. I think you still can. Really? Yeah. I think you, you wouldn't just get like your hand slapped by. I don't know, the dean or something like that. Just a little ass slap. Just a little ass slap. <laughs> You're naked, so exactly. it's hand or ass. <laughs> Which is the name of my rock band. Yeah, hand or ass. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Our last questionado comes from a male. Mm-hmm. Let me give you a little teaser. This question is mainly for Elizabeth. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> Uh, his name is You Suck. <laughs> so You Suck writes, Hey guys, this question is mainly for Elizabeth, but Danny, you can weigh in too. Oh, thanks. I'm just going to go. <laughs> if you don't mind. <laughs> I got this. Uh, after college ends this year, I'm planning on traveling quite a bit. I have some money saved up and I'm planning on getting some cash for graduation as well. The problem is I don't really have anyone to come with me. What are your feelings on traveling solo? I've never been before. And part of it seems pretty adventurous. What if something happens and I have no one in the new area to rely on? I was thinking abroad, but I'm not adverse to traveling the country either. I live in the U.S. Thanks. Ooh. Apparently, I'm not involved in this question, so you go right ahead. I I think I've lived in more states than you have. How many states do you travel to? Oh, I've traveled to almost all of them. Okay. I haven't traveled to the, the South or the Alaska. Okay, I have lived in the South and also the Alaska. I have not traveled to the Alaska. Uh, so wait, I've lived in California, mm-hmm. Oregon, mm-hmm. Michigan, mm-hmm. Indiana, mm-hmm. New York, Florida. Yep. Those are the ones I would I would I have lived in, but I've, I feel like I've traveled to all but like a few states. Okay. Well, I've done uh, so Atlanta, Georgia. So that was myself. So you, you live there? You've traveled there? No, traveled there. Um, great experience. Because Atlanta's uh, the shit. Yeah. No, I had great experience. Yeah. Um, I've lived in Vermont, worked in New Hampshire, so it was like I was there all the time. Uh, and then Washington State and Oregon and yep, that's it for lived in. But then I've traveled to... Yeah, you've I've never been overseas. You've been overseas yeah. a ton. Yeah, I'm at... Twa, twa, 21 or 23 or I think I'm at 21. I'm going to hit 23 this year countries. Um, something like that. So, and that's amazing. I mean, 
I, I'm always like a lot of people have traveled like 30 countries within 30 sure, years. So, yeah. you know, I don't know. There's a lot of competition out there, but, <laughs> <laughs> but it's just, it is important to me. Um, especially since I had never been abroad until I was 18 and it was, I funded every trip. Right. Like it's not like yeah. my folks took me abroad. So traveling solo. Absolutely. Totally fine. That's wonderful because you're going to meet people. And at this age, this is the age you stay in hostels for cheap and you meet so many people right then. And they're like-minded. There are probably a lot of solo travelers or small packs. Uh, so that's how you do it. Like if you grow out of hostels, but you right now, perfect for you. It's cheap and it's a great social environment. So I agree with you. I love traveling solo. Mm-hmm. Um, what's a typical hang up in your mind? Like why do people kind of uh, get scared about it. Well, is it just what he was saying? Like, I mean, it's the I don't unknown. Yeah, it's it. But yeah, what do I get lost? What if I get in a weird situation? Um, what if I feel uncomfortable? And it's like, well, sorry, that's what that's what life is. And all those things that you're worried about can happen if you stay here. Like, and all, it can also happen if you travel with someone else. Yeah, totally. Yeah. So you know, if you if it makes you feel more comfortable, buy some like emergency kind of health insurance. Uh, if that gives you some kind of peace of mind oh can you do that yeah oh yeah you can like you, you can totally spend money on anything you want to spend money on in this world um but yeah no, it can, no but is there a thing as emergency travel yeah. health insurance oh absolutely I, I, I didn't know that yeah and so that i always rely on local stuff i'm like okay if i need I, like i've gone to the dentist in finland because i needed to go to the dentist and i was mm-hmm. in finland so I just figured out I couldn't speak to the dentist um, and she definitely didn't give me enough Novocaine. I felt pain the whole time, but that's okay because I got a cavity filled. You can only cry so much. (laughs) (laughs) But you know what? It cost me 20 euros and then the States it would have cost me five times that much. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. Yeah. So this is, so that's what I feel like. There are doctors and hospitals and everything everywhere. You just have to do like a local. So that's how I go into an experience. I'm like, if something happens, I will figure out how the locals do it. Mm-hmm. And there'll, there'll always be someone I can communicate with, even if it's not verbally. I'll figure it out. Do you think that you, most places you've gone, so say this person's not comfortable speaking anything other than English. Yeah. Like, have you usually been able to find someone who's spoken like at least like, like a little bit of English um, most of the time? Yes and no. I mean, like Northern Finnish, there's not a lot of fin- there's not a lot of English, sure. yeah. you know, uh, definitely in, in Costa Rica a lot. Um, I couldn't f- like speak English. I had to just kind of figure out a few words I knew, but I just, I've, it's always worked out for me. I think that you just, you can communicate with your body language and if people are not receptive to try to figure it out, you move on to the next person. There's always a next That's person. That's great advice right so there. So yeah. don't worry about it. Um, a great place for solo travelers, I think is Asia because there's a lot of like younger people going to hostels in Thailand or Vietnam. Like you can kind of bump around there, go to Angkor Wat, you know, like figure out that section. Um, I would recommend, I really, really liked Bosnia, Bosnia and Herzegovina. Oh, that's right. I forgot you went to Bosnia. I, re- I yeah. really want to go to Bosnia. It's really wonderful. And so it probably a different kind of infrastructure set up where I wouldn't just start there. Sure. But if you decide to go to kind of do some European places and do some like um, off the beaten path, path places, I would recommend Bosnia. I really loved it. The people were wonderful. I was able to speak English and get by, but you also got this amazing life cultural experience there Hmm. Um, and lots of waterfalls. Uh, So to save money, you got to go to the cheaper countries in, in Europe. Um, You know, so figure that out. A lot of people get a Euro rail and you can bump around to hostels and that's a great way to do it. Otherwise I would head to Asia. I like that. 
And I, you know, I kind of prefer traveling solo, to be perfectly honest. Like, I think that there's, you know, uh, I just love meeting new people. And I think it's easier when you are not with a, you know, even a group of like two or three. I don't know. I like both. Um, I I loved. I went. I did Portugal solo, and that was wonderful. Absolutely loved it. Um, there wasn't. I didn't connect with any solo travelers though, so I probably wouldn't recommend Portugal so, um, solo unless you want the experience that I wanted, which was just that time with myself to sure. experience the place. And I met locals, and I met expats, but I didn't meet anyone who was just a, a solo traveler. Hmm. Just my experience. Um, I also wouldn't have liked turkey solo do you know why it it was very difficult to get around because you you try to explain to it you show a taxi driver on a map an address and like they i don't know they don't use like um gps so if they don't know where it is they just go ah no and they just won't offer you a ride you're like i'm paying you this is your job like yeah still nah though so like that got you felt like beat down by like getting turned down by taxi drivers to like basic places like that is that is a little humbling so that so yeah so that was hard so at least we had other people then it's like okay i tried this time emily you go try next time you know like (laughs) i had people to 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 bounce it off um there's a lot of political unrest there right now so you feel more secure i just feel like someone else gives you a little more security what about uh what about uh places to visit domestically you know i I love traveling this country and i i get it it's just so much easier to do when you like right now you have this time of your life with no commitments and you can spread your dollar further abroad if you go to the right places yeah but you i just feel like there's so many places that I want to see and I'm doing a lot more domestic travel this year than abroad travel. I mean, I'm still spending two weeks in Indonesia. Don't worry, but Dude, <laughs> like, stop bringing that up. I hate <laughs> you so much, but I am like trying, I'm like, I really want to go to Jackson Hole because I've never been there and that sounds amazing. And so I feel like it, your life will balance. You'll have a year where you spend more time domestically, but this is your time to go and spend months abroad. Okay. So just in case not, just in case okay. like one, one place that you've always wanted to go stateside. Let me tell you about this guy I met. So I was in, um, I was staying with a friend of mine in like outside Zion National Park uh, in Utah. And it's my soulmate place. I love going there. Um, I met this guy randomly and I've gone to visit him twice. So the second time I went there, um, he was like, he, he just kind of lets people into his life. He's just like, I love yeah just a welcoming guy I think he likes quirky personalities and like you fit in all right like he just kind of makes this hodgepodge of people Mm. and so he's so he's introduced me to people that I didn't meet last time and one of them he's like this was a couch surfer he um he came for three days that was two weeks ago so I went on hikes with that guy became friends with him uh he stayed there the whole summer (laughs) (laughs) so his two weeks turned and he was he graduated college and his plan was to drive I think it's from like Boston or something over there it's like, I'm going to drive the country, have experiences, couch surf. And then he found this wonderful, amazing place that I also found. And he didn't want to leave. And so he didn't. And then eventually it became time to start grad school. And so he started making his way back. But he spent just months there just like hiking and exploring and and helping around um, random projects that my friend has in his house. And Oh, that sounds lovely. So he just kind of, the experience found him. Yeah. And so that, yeah. so I, I don't think he would have given that up for anything. And that's certainly recommendation but if i have the option to stay or to go i always go so i know i'm not allowed in on this question but (laughs) i will just like throw out uh new york if you've never been to the city Mm -hmm. because that's one of the most unique cities in the entire world but it's expensive 
Sure. Lots of things are expensive. But well, there's also, you can stay in Brooklyn and go to New York. Like, there's ways to do it cheap. Okay. So start in New York and go abroad, what I'd say. Sure. Two other places domestically. Because, again, I've never been abroad. I mean, besides Mexico and Canada, which don't really count too They're connected. Much, right? Yeah. Uh, Atlanta, Georgia. Or mm-hmm. not Atlanta. Um, Savannah, Georgia. Oh, that's on my freaking list. Savannah, Georgia is one of the best towns I've ever been to in my entire life. Oh, my God. I want to move there right now just hearing you say that. It's wonderful. It looks amazing. It's wonderful. And then I will say uh, Burning Man. Mm-hmm. I'll say, like, if you have this kind of summer off and maybe if you want to, like, take, like, a little... Uh, you know, if you want to go to Walmart, stock up on some like you know kind bars to trade, yep. and like uh, some like you know uh, bottles of water to trade. Because it's not a money culture, right? It's well, it's a money culture if uh, only because you have to like go and like buy stuff. Okay, bar- it's a barter yeah, culture though. It's a barter yeah. culture. Yeah, yeah. So I'd recommend I would recommend that if you wanted to say stateside, but I would recommend going abroad. I think. Yeah. Because the thing is, you always you know about the Burning Man, you know about this. You don't know about the Indian like holy festival or like this like random spiritual event in China. Like you, there's right. new things that you'd be like, "Oh, I just happened upon this," and that is how you adventure. And it's harder to take time. It's even harder for like you and me, even though you do it a lot more than I do, to take time. The the older you get, oh yeah, like you plan this out. A year in advance almost. Yeah. Because I, well, because I have an addiction, it's really hard for me to like yeah. not have you like a future. The monkey, baby. Exactly. <laughs> like I already know where I'm going to go in 2018. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, really? Where is it? South Africa. No shit. Yeah. I want to go to Cape Town. I haven't been, to, I've only been to um, Morocco, so I need to go and see Africa. I have some friends in Cape Town. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. It looks, I want to hike. Let me know where you go. Yeah. I want to hike yeah. Table Mountain. I want to go some of the sharks when I do all these things. So I'm uh, so I guess we're saying uh, go abroad, but if not, I think we give you a bunch of options yeah. either way. You right? could just even like do the national park tour. I mean, amazing places and yeah. spend some time at Yellowstone and, and like traveling solo is wonderful. Yep, you'll really get to know yourself, and I think that's that's an amazing suggestion because yeah. you can get annoyed at someone, but if you get annoyed at yourself, you have to realize what you have to fix. Oh shit! I love that. Boom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Drop the mic. No, don't. They're expensive. Actually. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, I think that's it. That's right. Right? This is I've Only Been Wrong Twice. My name is Danny. I'm Elizabeth. Every single week, real people write us in real questions into questions at I've Only Been Wrong Twice.com. And on our website, there is a form. You can submit it totally anonymously. Check us out at I've Only Been Wrong Twice.com. That's right. So, everyone, hold on to your front teeth, and we'll see you next Tuesday. Oh, God. You cannot talk about this again. <laughs> God damn it. I hate it's you. A throwback. I know. No, I know. I was doing it in character. Oh. so everyone hold on to your two front teeth oh god and we'll see you next tuesday so much (laughs) uh talk to you guys next week bye bye i'm gonna leave you anyway i'm gonna leave you This is a proud and disgusted podcast.